David, uh, obviously the world's attention is focused on Ukraine, uh, and I think the the nuclear dimension has really come to the fore since Putin uh, put the uh, Russian nuclear forces on high alert. What's your thoughts? Well, yes, major crisis. We haven't seen a crisis like that in a long time. Uh, in fact, um, it's been you know decades uh, since we've seen something like this. Um, you know, this is new to many of us, uh, I would say. Uh, let me maybe kick this off um, by saying this, is we've forgotten that uh, we've forgotten the lessons of, of the Cold War and we've ignored the nuclear problem for too long. And now we're realizing that it's still very real and uh, the, the threat being made by, by Russia uh, make, that, make that very clear. From my perspective, uh, it seems that the threat is really a cover for Russia to be able to do what he wants to do at the conventional level, uh, to basically use its nuclear weapons as a cover to tell the world, and certainly NATO and, and others, uh, don't mess with Russia. We have nuclear weapons and, and we, want, we, are, uh, we have the means, basically, to uh, protect ourselves. And so this is our war. We want to do this and we will be doing this. Okay, so the challenge is going to be, um, I think, uh, firstly, when he starts to ramp up um, the conventional level in particular, starts to inflict really heavy civilian casualties in Ukrainian cities, there's going to be increasing pressure for the West to do something more substantive than just sanctions and strong language uh, and military assistance. So there's already been a lot of talk about um, uh, a no-fly zone, but I think everyone understands that, that that's a, a fast lane to nuclear war because once we start shooting down Russian aircraft, they're going to retaliate. But I think there's also the possibility of other scenarios. You know, what happens, for example, if Putin uh, fails to achieve his objectives and he's increasingly isolated and cornered? There's already suggestions that his mental state may not be uh, entirely certain. Um, in, a, in, a, in a fit of anger, uh, in a, akin to sort of downfall, uh, does he decide to lash out and escalate? And what do you think about the possibility of that sort of scenario happening? No, I think it's unfortunately a very realistic scenario. Uh, I could absolutely see, out of desperation, Vladimir Putin, Putin uh, you know, decided to re deciding to resort to limited nuclear use be it against Ukraine or even as a warning shot uh, to sort of force uh, the world, to give the world pause and, and or to force NATO and others to back down. So this is something well, that that's very real. With, that would be consistent with escalate to de-escalate, wouldn't it? I mean, sort of essentially you do a warning shot, perhaps a, an airburst over the Mediterranean uh, as a message to NATO. Um, and then, you know, uh, basically... Uh, uh, go ahead and try to secure your war um, conventionally. But I, I think the risk, of course, is that uh, it's not a nicely controlled environment. Uh, escalation would certainly happen, particularly if he did use a tactical nuclear weapon. And so there is that risk, I think, of, of, of rapid escalation. Uh, but the interesting thing is we shouldn't get too carried away just yet because my understanding of the way he's gone about placing the Russian nuclear forces on alert is that it, it, at the moment it just means putting additional personnel into Russian command centers. It doesn't mean mating warheads to missiles and uh, deploying forces to operational areas and so forth. Oh, 
I think I think that's right. I think uh, the way I would describe the risk right now, uh, as of today, and of course, as you know, things are changing by the hour. I would characterize the risk as still low, but but rising, rising because yeah. uh, if I look if I look at the situation, um, I only see escalation in front of us, and escalation. Yeah, and therefore, you know, nuclear weapons, the, the more you escalate, the more you escalate, uh, you know, theoretically to the nuclear level. And so we're getting closer to, to that level. And, you know, it, it's funny because you see people completely dismissing that possibility and others um, going hysterical uh, about it. And I think that we need, uh, we need to be clear. Again, I think the risk is low, but it is rising. And this is something that we cannot ignore. Uh, nor should yeah. it prevent us from escalating at the conventional level. Uh, it's not all about the escalation. We have to be clear that we have also objectives to that we want to meet. It was certainly in the last, we've got under a minute, but I think the real risk is that um, the Russians are going to dramatically boost and elevate their uh, conventional use of firepower against cities. So you can see thousands of civilians dying each day there'll be real pressure on West and NATO to actually do something more substantial than sanctions. Uh, and so that's where the challenge is going to come in. How do we risk the, the calls for a no-fly zone that we know will lead to escalation and increasing risk of nuclear weapons? Just final thoughts, David. About 20 seconds. Well, I, I will say that, um, you know, we, we've talked a lot about uh, the, the deliberate uh, use of nuclear weapons. There's also the accidental use of, of nuclear weapons, because as you point out, we're getting into a more intense conventional fight. Uh, 